0: Alrighty, well good morning, good morning at the sound of the tone, ding. Um, This is Pen-Up Talk with host Diana Prince. It's almost 4 o'clock in the morning. I am officially starting my day now, which is part of the reason why I created my podcast um, other than covering business topics and um, covering topics that so many people can relate to maybe enlightening some other people as well, and talking about direct experiences that I've been through. Aside from that, it gets my brain and my focus together to start my business day. So I haven't used my focal cords in, I don't know, 12 hours. (laughs) And when I use it then, that's because I was going live and um, doing some video reviews for some product uh, shots that I was taking yesterday. So anyways, needless to say, my voice is not prime. I'm going to try and make it not horrible. But welcome to my podcast. I've been doing it for over two years. Um, Again, I cover so many topics. And The basis of my show is to cover experiences that I've been through, but to take apart things and dissect them Um, logically, of course, we have to incorporate emotions because that's the reason why most of us do what we do initially is we're driven. We have passion, excitement, um, happiness, fulfillment. Uh, a sense of achievement, your goals, you know, so many of the, how we spend our money, how we spend our time, who we involve in our lives, in business, the decisions we make, a lot of them, all of them are, they, everything stems from emotions. So I'm going to talk about emotions, but I definitely like to cover facts and you know, laws and um, actual things that happen all the time, and everybody's point of view, not just one person and not just mine. So, that's what my podcast is all about. It would be so easy for me to talk about my emotions and my feelings towards people, towards direct experiences with those people or with people in general. But that's not what I'm trying to do. That's not what my goal is. That's not what I'm aiming to do. So today's topic topic is about release forms and contracts. About commitments in business. This is something that I've blogged on. This is something that I've covered on my podcast before. And just on a quick side note, I rarely, for anybody who's listening to my podcast for the first time, or has not listened to all of my podcast episodes for the past two years plus, I rarely wake up and say, I'm going to cover this topic today. And it's something that I've just experienced. It's something that I've just went through. Usually, 90% of the time, the things that I cover, even if I've covered them before, Are things that are just not new. I've had to, it's not that I have this rule. It's just, again, emotions and feelings. I'm motivated to cover topics of things that I've experienced more than once. So if it's a one-time thing, it has to be fairly major for me. Like it's got to be a big deal for me to say, I'm going to cover it. I I feel motivated usually, like I said, nine times out of 10, excuse me, here we go with the fans running in here. Um, excuse me, nine times out of 10, it's going to be something that I've experienced more than once. So, you know, for anybody who actually is conceiving the notion, um, and it's, it's an unrealistic notion That I'm talking about them only. I guarantee you that I'm not. Or if I am, this applies to other people. This is not the first time that I've experienced something that I'm covering. And a lot of times, it's not the first time that I've covered it on my podcast. So there you go. Um, I've been through it. I've been through this with different people. I've had so many great experiences. Positive that I've covered and recovered and it's the same thing with topics that are just topics they may not necessarily be positive or negative like when I've um done pos- podcast episodes on becoming a social media influencer it's positive or negative it depends on who you're asking but I'm covering the steps that I took and Talking about experiences that I went through to become a social media influencer and a fashion influencer. And then there are topics that are just, that I don't think that many people could see them as being positive. <clears throat> Man, here we go. Um, excuse me again. I have to keep clearing my throat. Um so you know I cover a variety of topics but I always just look at everything from everybody's point of view. So again that was my little side note. Um anything that I talk about I've talked about before and I've experienced more than once. That's the odds are for that um to to be a reality. So as far as contracts and releases all right because I really, you know what, I'm hungry, <laughs> and I want to get my breakfast. I have video editing to do, which takes time. And, you know, I have so much to do today. So I really just want to cover this because I want people to understand that, you know, there are verbal contracts. There are written contracts. There are signed contracts. They're they're there for a reason. So people don't assume anything. And so everything is clear and both people are agreeing to those terms. So that's what a contract is for and a release is for the stipulation of terms. And by signing it, you're agreeing to those terms. That's why it's extremely important. I mean, it's just as important as communication, as staying organized, as being passionate and dedicated and having commitment and a sense of obligation, it's extremely important to read every single thing before you sign it, before you agree to it. I think that most people assume that if someone signs a contract, that they're going to take the terms seriously. So we go back to the terms. That's what contracts are for, to stipulate terms, not for everyone to say, well, I assumed this, or, well, what happened before was we did this, so I assumed that. No. It's about terms. And a perfect example is photography copyrights. I've blogged, and I've done so many podcasts on this, and the, basically the bottom line is, without a release form, the photographer who takes the pictures owns the copyrights to the images. Bottom line, case closed. There is no in-between. That's actually something that no matter what your feelings are, no matter what your verbal agreement was, the photographer always initially owns the copyrights. They are the original and can be the sole owner Of any and every single picture that they take. So even without a release form. Now why would you need a release? To stipulate terms. Their terms that you're agreeing to. Your terms that they're agreeing to. The terms you've come up with together. That you're both agreeing to. That you know. And usually terms are in the form of consequences. Now another example would be. Signing a contract with. Um any sort of company that has fees when you pay late now you know what you owe them every month they know what you owe them you definitely need a signed contract with them well they need one with you to perform the services you do not pay them excuse me after they've performed the services you pay them up front for the month for the week for the um, one time service whatever it is you pay that up front you're paying that up front before someone does the work so you paying them there's already some sort of agreement obviously I've paid you you need to produce that's something that you could take to court if you didn't have anything in writing if you could just prove that there was a verbal agreement and you paid them but The terms of the agreement. You paid them. What did you pay them for? What are they going to provide? How long is it going to take? And also the consequences of breaking those terms or breaking an entire contract. That's what contracts and release forms are for. Not just giving power to someone and a photography copyright release saying that you're giving partial um, copyright power to rights to a client or to a business that wants to buy the rights to the pictures, or you're giving full rights to them. No, terms of a lot of agreements have a lot to do with the consequences of breaking the terms that you agreed upon, which are also in the contract. So when you're dealing with a phone company or companies that, um, well, actually that can be the other way around because you pay for your electric bill after you've used it. But when you are working, but then there's still fees when you're late, when you are working with an, a, a business or a person that's providing a service where you pay them upfront, there can be fees when you have not paid them on time, period. Just like with companies where you do see how much electricity that you use and then you pay them. There are terms that you agreed to when you signed up and you started paying them. And it's in the contract, it's there in black and white that says they're late fees, there are penalties paying late and then there are contracts with people or businesses that go even further like if after a certain amount of time you're late and you accumulate a certain amount of fees I can end our agreement and you still owe you still owe for all of the work that was already done you still owe for All of the electricity you used, you still owe for the late fees. So this is what I mean. These are just examples. This is what I mean about stipulations and terms that are within a contract. The photographer owns the images. They have to actually give the copyrights to you or partial copyrights. In writing in a contract and within that contract there's possibly going to be other terms like the model agreeing to always credit the photographer when she posts the images the model agreeing to always notify the photographer if she is has gotten their work published then there are agreements contracts release forms with magazines they want the person most of them want the person not the person who's submitting but the person who owns the copyrights to sign the release form if you have a contract or release form with your photographer that grant you partial copyrights and grant you permission to submit and have images published, then you own the rights to be able to do that. You have the rights given by the person who owns them. So you may not have to have them sign the release form. Being that you own partial rights, you can sign it. If you don't have that in your release form, then they are going to have to sign the release form. Magazines need the person who owns the copyrights to sign the release. They don't always need the model. They don't only need the person who's submitting um, unless it's the photographer. So this is exactly, comes full circle back to what I said. Read every contract and release. Plan ahead before you sign these things you know um, I think that because it's uncommon that most models they just are not used to coming up with their own contracts and their own release forms and this is with artists and talent as well that they are waiting for the other person and the reason is because When you are working with a professional photographer, they're going to have a release form. When you are working with a professional publicist or a manager or an agent or a marketing company or a promoter, they are going to have a contract and you're going to have to sign it before they start working with you. And there are going to be terms in there. And I think most people are used to that. And they're not even used to even adding or or saying that they want to alter a release form. I would say, especially in modeling with models specifically and really I mean, focusing on pennant models, I just don't think that they are used to. And I would say models in general, especially amateurs, they're just not used to saying where's the release? Or I have my own release because again, they're used to the other person providing it, or they honestly don't know how important, how imperative, how essential contracts are. And again, they are essential mainly because of the terms, and within those terms can be consequences. There can be late fees. Uh, There can be a photographer that says, if you post my images without crediting me, I'll report a, I'll make a a copyright infringement report and have the images removed. Um, If you owe a certain amount of money on a certain date, after five days, there is a late fee. After eight days, there is a, there is another late fee. After 10 days, there's another late fee. After 30 days, there's what you owe plus the accumulated late fees. And now I'm ending our agreement and you still owe. That is what terms are. Those are what consequences are in so many release forms and contracts. So many. And there are I mean, really, you can alter them. I want to say that before I go further and say that there are so many different contracts. And there's a reason why there's terms in them. You can have your own contract. You can ask your photographer, your agent, your promoter, your publicist, whatever, who, whatever, what have you. Whoever. You can ask them to take out a part of the contract that they're asking For you to sign. You can say everything in the contract is perfect. I agree to everything. But I would like this added. Or I would like these things added. And you can explain why. And you can go from there. It's the same as working with a photographer. That doesn't have a release. How are you going to know that? Well, number one. Be prepared with your own release. Just come up with something. That is very much standard in modeling and photography releases and add little things that you feel are going to be best when working with you. Already have that. Just make one up, have it. Have it ready. You can have it printed, you can have it ready for email, digitally, whatever. Have it. But you can also say, hey, I really like this contract, this is fine, but there's one thing I want you to add. And I don't think that a lot of models are thinking outside the box and prepared to do something like that. So they work with someone without a contract or, and just go off of a verbal agreement. Or they work with someone and there's things about the contract they don't like. Or <laughs> they work with someone and sign a contract that they do not read and then end up regretting it when they read the terms later. Terms are there for a reason. Contracts are there for a reason. If you want to add something, request it. Don't sign something unless you're ready. And this is what I want to say about contracts and releases. Not too many of them in modeling and business and in the entertainment industry are going to have, I feel like it's impossible to have things like, well, if this happens, or if that happens, you can't plan or predict emergencies, life changing events, things that change your money situation overall. You cannot, you know, you can prepare, you can plan ahead, you can have a plan B, C and D, but sometimes things just happen. And it's a domino effect. It it will affect if not one thing and one person majorly. It will affect many people and many things. And it can be a small thing or it can be just one aspect of your life. Boom. That changes and so everything changes. I can understand that. And so that's not necessarily going to be part of any contract. You can't put what ifs maybe if this or what if that, that's what you discuss. And if you decide to put that in the contract, then you know, Hey, but things like flat tires, um, things like, uh, a relative suddenly needing to come live with you. Um, you decided to extend your family and now you're going to have a a new child, a new baby. Um, God, a million things you know, you decide to, well, see, deciding isn't necessarily a part of emergencies, is my whole point. And it's like, okay, it's like photographers, this is such a great example of commitment. And, you know, the commitment that's there without a contract, and even if it is, there still has to be that commitment. Photographers who set up photo shoots, knowing That they still have a lot of unedited images to edit. Doing a shoot with a model. Knowing that because of that shoot. There's going to be post work. There's going to be editing involved. So instead of planning and scheduling time to do the shoot. And to edit images from that individual single shoot instead of planning for both of those things, not just taking the pictures, but editing and providing them, they will schedule time for the shoot and then schedule more shoots. And then you have models, not one, but models waiting on images and you're continuing to book shoots. This is something that was foreseen. And that's what I mean about contracts. Contracts usually stipulate terms that can be foreseen, things that can be predicted, like models posting images and not listing credit. It's happened so many times. It's 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 predictable. It's something that people predict photographers have been through. And so they put it in a contract. Same thing with, uh, you know, any company that charges a late fee. They have had this happen to them. Where people have agreed to a contract, but not only agreed to paying a monthly fee, or, you know, a yearly fee, or, you know, a bi-yearly, or every two weeks to pay a certain amount. Not only did someone agree to that in a contract, but within the contract, it states and stipulates that there are late fees. You know? That's the consequence. There's going to be additional fees for being delinquent. And again, emotions, what just happened, blah, blah, blah in your life. It's not blah, blah, blah to you. But it doesn't erase your agreement. It doesn't erase your contract and the terms. I mean, people put late fees in things for a reason. Because they don't want to just get paid for what they've already done or the bill that you've already run up. Now that they haven't been paid, they're behind and they've been working for free or they've been providing a service for free. So they've actually been working for free. You've been taking advantage of something for free and time is marching on. There should be a late fee. There should be a delinquent bill that incurs charges. That's normal. That's within a contract. Not every contract has those terms. But my point is, you read every single contract. And my publicity contract that I just created not too long ago, I googled several standard Common uh, fairly fairly simplistic some more than others um publicity contracts between a publicist and their client and and an artist and the talent I found one that I liked. it was not that simplistic per se. I had to read it several times i decided to take out certain things like the fact that they wanted um, or they the person that drew the contract up said three years a three year contract I decided to change that to one year I added things in such as the term of ending our agreement with 30 days notice. Now what that means is. That doesn't mean. You. If, if you. You pay your fee on the first. That doesn't mean. On the 15th. In the middle of the monthly fee cycle. You say I'm giving you 30 days notice now. No. <laughs> 30 days notice. Is getting this is in. My release and my contract. That I have for me as a publicist. 30 days notice to end the contract. Means. The day that you are responsible for paying your monthly fee. The day that you pay your monthly fee. Is the same day. Via email. That you message me. You email me. And officially. Give 30 days notice that you're ending our contract. It does not say that you have to tell me why. It does not say that I have to agree. Nothing. It doesn't say that if we had this going on, if we, no, 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 no. What it says is the day that you are due to pay your monthly fee, you pay it. Then you give 30 days notice via email that day. Not the next day, not days later. Not halfway through the, the monthly cycle. Not at the end, just before it's time to pay again. No. Now, one thing I did not add, and this is both ways. This is the same thing with me, actually. Um, if I decide to end a contract with someone that I'm representing as their publicist, I give them 30 days notice. The 30 days notice will be given... On the day that the monthly payment cycle begins so if you always pay on the fifth as on the fifth is when I'll give you 30 days notice the following month on the fifth is when our contract will be officially over Um, and what I was about to say was one thing that I did not add was a late fee now I have a management contract with the pennant models that I have been managing over the years and that I currently still manage. In one of the original contract that I had back in the day part of the term one of the, one of the terms in the contract was that there is a late fee. Not just a late fee if you're an individual client booking an individual shoot And you cancel within 24 hours. That's part of my styling release form. I had a pinup academy. That was part of that. This is a late fee. If we have a signed contract of me representing you as your manager in the pinup industry, you have a monthly fee every month. And when it's not paid, I had ter- I had terms in that agreement where after three days of the payment being late, there is a small fee. And every single day after that, there is a small fee. I was doing that. I honestly only ran into one person that ended up not paying me and accumulated late fees to to the point where it was another month's fee. So basically they end up walking away, owing me the equivalent of two months work, two months fees. They never sent me 30 days notice, which was in the contract as well. They never paid me for the 30 days that they, if they, you know, that I did the initial work towards the end without pay. I never got paid and I never got my late fees. They just walked away. So I'm not interested in, in, uh, dealing in a situation like that. But the bottom line is I had that contract for a while and I had it with many people and every person followed it except for that person. Needless to say, they're no longer involved. Um, but I did have to recently go over the same thing with someone that I had an agreement with as well. I said, you know, you're telling me now that something just all of a sudden came up. This wasn't something that they planned. and it, And frankly, it's not something pleasant and I feel bad for them. But it doesn't affect them. Per se, financially, it wasn't like they had a tire blowout or, you know, they had to go to the 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 emergency room and pay eight hundred dollars to be seen. Da da da. But at the same time, it's something that is unavoidable. It's something that has changed their life, and they had paid their thirty day fee, um, uh, on their normally scheduled, you know, time. And it was about a week later when they informed me that they were no longer going to be able to continue to do shoots, and therefore they were no longer be able to keep up with the terms in our contract. So I told them I understand, and I do really appreciate them being professional and coming to me, telling me that. Um, but I also explained... <laughs> That They had already paid their fee and it had been a week. So we're already, you know, giving me 30 days notice was supposed to be done on the day that they paid their fee. Now on the day they paid their fee, this emergency, this um, life changing event or temporarily life changing event had not occurred. But at the same time, there is still a contract. So being professional and classy like this person is they said they understood they agreed and I said if you want to you can wait until it's time for you to pay again and pay and then give your 30 days notice you don't have to pay now and give 30 days notice because you just paid a week ago but you do have to give 30 days notice on the day that you paid or that you pay So they said, okay, they understood and that they just have so many things going on that they want to pay now. So that's what they did. They paid me on the day that they were supposed to. And a week later, when something happened and they realized they could not keep their commitment, they reached out to me. We communicated and they gave me 30 days notice with payment as it stipulated in the terms of our contract so there's there's an example of a class act and the one before that was an example of someone with no class and no integrity it's one thing to not be able to pay and so I just say forget it you know after 30 days I'm not going to keep adding fees I don't have the money or time to take somebody to court over this amount of money but they have no sense of obligation even after all of this time to send me a dime from what they owed, owed me. And they definitely owed me that money. And there was definitely a signed contract. So again, I think a lot of people think because of signed contracts, the people are going to keep their business agreements. And I would say for me anyway, um, most of the time it's definitely happened and it's definitely reality. And I appreciate that. I value that because that's something that I give. But there are times that you actually cannot keep a certain term or terms. And these are things that are unforeseeable. Now, knowing that you have kids to drop off at school or that you have to go get gas or stop off at the ATM and get coffee. And then saying, sorry, I was late or not Googling the traffic before you go somewhere and saying, "Oh, I didn't know it was going to take me that long." To me, those are not emergencies. Those are not unforeseen things. You knew when you booked the shoot what time it was going to be. You knew the address. You know where you live. Right at that moment in time, you should have googled how long it's going to take you and where you have to what route you have to take to get there. You knew when you booked it, what you had to do the night before, which part of it should have been in your plan to prepare, to groom yourself, to pack the things that you need to get whatever has to be done that morning ready the night before. And if it's it's a morning shoot, when you get up, you knew your responsibilities that you had before going and leaving the house. You know, you you know, you know, you, not everyone else, you know how long it's going to take you to get ready in the morning, you know, or knew if you did not take your clothes out ahead of time, if you still got your nails to do, how long it's going to take you to do your makeup, um, how long it's going to take you to drive, you know, only you know what your responsibilities are. If you have to drop off your children. If you have to pick up someone else, if someone's picking you up, you need to schedule time according to their schedule. If you know you have to go to the ATM to get money, if you know that you have to get gas, coffee, food, you know these things. You knew these things the day that you booked your shoot. And it's the same thing with money. You know, the last time I checked, kids don't all of a sudden just start school randomly uh without notice. So to say, oh well, you know, I'm not gonna be able to afford it. I have to pay for my kids um school clothes, that's more important. I mean, how dare you put somebody in a in a box like that and put them in a position of emotional, you know just drama like that. Who said it wasn't important? I guarantee you that they think it's important for you to put clothes on your kids back. For you to get them school clothes, for you to put food on the table. But you're the adult. You're the responsible one. No one's forced you to enter an industry. No one forced you to contact somebody and book a shoot. You know what your financial obligations are. This isn't your tire blew out. This isn't your mom came to you and said she needs money for an emergency. You know, this isn't something like that. Oh, gosh, you just, you know, something all of a sudden came up and you didn't know it was going to cost you that much money, it's like, wow, okay, fine. But you know, just like we know when our taxes are due, you know when your car insurance is due, you know when your car note is due, you know when special occasions are coming up that you're going to have to attend. You know when your money is going to be involved in things. If you're paying a monthly fee for school and you decide to take on something else, You're still responsible for paying your monthly fee for school. School does not care that you decided to go shopping. (laughs) School does not care that you decided to spend extra money on something. All I'm saying is that when things are in a contract, especially, I mean, I think it should be all commitments, even verbal. But when things are in a contract and there are terms, they should be taken seriously. And there are people that are involved and consequences and terms of agreements that have consequences to them that are going to stay. They're not going to change because of foolish decisions, because of not planning ahead, because of up and deciding, oh, I just decided I don't want to do this now. Okay, but you still have commitments. It's really, really easy for somebody who's paying someone else to walk away, especially breaking their commitment if there are no consequences. It's, it's easy because the other person, now there's the domino effect. They're affected. Other people are affected. Their time is affected. Their money is affected. Now their money situation is thrown off. Because you didn't plan ahead. Now their time schedule is thrown off. Because you've delayed production. Any of those things, one or both, are negative situations in business. So they're going to receive a negative reaction. Bottom line, there are photographers that are going to see that you're posting images without crediting them. They're going to remind you. If they continue to see it, they're going to report you for copyright infringement. There are photographers who are going to see that you have not credited them and they're never going to say anything. They're just not going to work with you again. Or maybe they will because it's just no big deal. There are photographers who aren't even going to notice that you didn't credit them until or unless someone else brings it up. But there are photographers that will file a copyright infringement report without hesitation. Just like there are magazines that will not accept a set unless both model and photographer sign. And there's magazines that will not accept a set and publish it unless the person who owns the copyright signs. Period. It doesn't matter who submits. So there you have it. It's the same thing with contracts. And my contracts that I have with people are very detailed. There are no in the case of or just in case or what if or let's say this happens. No, 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 no. The contract is there. The contract is there. The terms are there. The consequences are there. Like I said, I changed my publicist contract from three years to one year because I felt like I have yet, and this, please listen to this. I have yet to come across any talent who has wanted to hire me and work with me that has a three-year plan that includes my position being a major aspect or the position of an agent, a manager, a publicist. I have yet to meet one. People get involved in Pen Up, then they get out of it. People think that they need a manager or a publicist, then they realize that they don't. People think that or feel that they need a manager, publisher publicist or agent, but aren't in the position to produce and, and, and provide the content that they need to keep it going they don't have enough time, and or all the above, including they don't have the funds. This is why planning ahead is essential. It's just like parents that plan ahead when their kids are not going to be in school for two and a half months during the summer. It's like people who plan ahead who have to take a vacation, and it's not a paid vacation. Just like people who know that they have to get something done. It's like me. There are two surgeries that I I don't even talk about this, but just for all the people out there that think that I'm heartless uh, and that I don't have, you know, the regular emotions and daily occurrences that everyone has and just things that happen. I have to get two surgeries and I know right now when I get them, how much time The doctor or doctors have said that I'm going to need to recover. I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know if my body is going to take longer or take less time. I can only estimate, guesstimate, but I'm planning ahead for that time. I'm not going to make any commitments for around that time because I know that I'm not going to physically be able to because of the pain medication. That's number one. Number two, this is a physical operation. I'm going to be in physical pain. And the other thing is financially. Financially, my spouse, my husband, um, people that I owe money to every month, my financial responsibilities every month, um, if you will, I, I have to consider those things. Like for six weeks, say, for eight weeks, I'm not going to be able to pay for that. I, or put it this way, for six weeks, eight weeks, I'm going to have to plan ahead and put that money aside. And right now, if I know when this time is going to be, and I've already planned ahead for that time, I know that I can't take on any new financial responsibilities. There's no way. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have to take care of the ones that I already have. And I know that I cannot take any, on any new physical responsibilities. I have to take, I have to continue to maintain the ones that I have, and I'll have to actually take a break. See, certain financial responsibilities you can't just take a break from, certain ones you can. Certain physical responsibilities. You have to take a break from, period. That's why you have to plan ahead. And if you can't work, you can't produce, you can't make money, then you have to plan ahead for that. It's like somebody who works with their mind. You know, as long as you have the time to do it, you, you know, you might not physically have to go somewhere to go do it. But if you have a physical job, then you actually have to physically be able to get up, leave the house, and go do your job. So, you know, I'm not oblivious. I'm not, you know, segregated, if you will, from going through emergencies. Things that suddenly come up that are not that big of a deal, but will affect someone. Things that suddenly come up that are a big deal, and it's going to affect many people. I've gone through it. I go through it. I'm a person. I go through these things. What I'm saying is plan ahead when it comes to luxuries, when it comes to hobbies, when it comes to investing in your career, and it's not necessarily quote unquote, something you absolutely have to do. Once you decide. To go into an agreement with somebody, at that point it becomes a responsibility. At that point it becomes a um, an obligation. You're committed. You know you you have to follow through. You have to keep the terms of your agreement, all of them, all of them. And like I said, I with my public my publicist contract, um, and with my management contract, I've altered it, altered them um, several times and added things in, took things out, did not add things in like late fees, you know, Um, but there are things that are in the contracts and they're there, they're there in black and white, they've been signed and there's ultimately always going to be a reaction from any reaction. So, you know, there are things that you can do that are seen to most people as positive, so you you're mainly and mostly going to get a positive reaction, but still might be some negative people out there or people that don't see that as being positive, so they're going to react negatively. With most negative actions, you're going to have so many more people that agree that it's negative. And therefore they're going to react negatively, negatively, (laughs) um, if they're involved, if they're directly involved. So that's all I'm saying is, is expect that it's not about someone name shaming. It's not about somebody focusing everything, uh, on one person and, and singling someone out. Um, you know, if you don't have the time, you don't have the time. If you don't have the money, You don't have the money if you no longer have it. Okay. But all I'm saying is emotions, they have nothing to do with the contract. The contract is there. The terms are there. So, you know, if something suddenly you were not planning for this, this was not already planned, comes up and changes things, you're probably going to get a better reaction out of people that are directly involved than things that were already planned and now you've decided to incorporate me. Now you've decided to incorporate something new, a new responsibility, new financial obligations. Knowing that you already have other ones and none of this is all of a sudden. The only sudden thing is you making the sudden decision to involve someone or to pick up um, an additional financial responsibility and now you're not prepared. That's what's sudden. Because if you already have financial responsibilities and obligations, you already have business relationships and obligations and commitments. You already have production ongoing that you're committed and obligated to finishing. These aren't, like I said, I can't say it anymore. I'm just repeating myself. These aren't things that are all of a sudden. So, you know, if you start to all of a sudden incorporate things, plan ahead, be prepared, because once again, you are not faced with the adversity of an emergency or something that is has suddenly come up. This is the decision that you're making and it should be based upon all of your commitments at that time. So I'm going to say that and I'm going to leave it at that. I appreciate everybody for listening. Read your contracts before you sign them. Research people before you start working with them. Research magazines before you submit. Read every detail of a contract. Have your own contracts. And yeah, you know, expect people to take contracts seriously, especially if they were the one that formed it and created it and drew it up. Yeah. Expect them to take the commitment and, um, terms of the contract seriously. Uh, I don't think it's realistic to, to think that people are going to take terms of any contract. That they drew up and you've both signed lightly. So I'm going to leave it at that. Thank you for the support on my podcast. Good morning, everyone. We are at about 4.50-ish in the morning. I'm about to start my day. I'm about to get some breakfast and start my day. Thank you for the support online. Thank you for my podcast support. And I will see all of you guys online. Have a great day. I'm trying to think what day it is. I don't even know what day it is. It's like the middle of the week. So happy hump day. And I'll see you guys soon. This has been Penham Talk with host Diana Prince. Ciao.